This is Gemara Subis Daf Pei Hey. Apologies for the lateness of today's shear, but let's quickly pick it up on the bottom of Pei Dalit Amid in the middle of all these lengthy stories with regard to whether one can be typhus, one can grab from properties of the deceased, and who is the one that gets to be paid first. A continuation of yesterday's shear, which in the Mishnah we learned that we have a creditor, we have a woman, we have Yisaimim. Who is the one that gets paid from the death deceased properties first? Is it a woman's ksuba? Is it the creditor or is it the children? We're on the last line of Pedalim and Abiz, which the Gemara teaches us, Yemerbarachashu had a claim of money against a certain man, Shachiv Shavik Arba. And what happened? The man that died and left over a boat. So Yemerbarachashu tells his Shliach, Go and grab the boat from me. So the Shliach went and he grabbed the boat. Bumped into this man who's in the middle of grabbing a boat. They said to this man, You're grabbing this boat, they said to the Shliach, and you're grabbing the boat on behalf of Yimur Bar Chashu. But this man owed other people money. And the Allah is, And he died that someone grabbed something. At a time that it is chavla chirim, at a time that it could affect someone else as we turn over to peheim at aleph, lo ikana, it's not a kidding. Let's just be clear that of course it's only a tevis libal chayiv. It's only because over here he was a shliach. If it was the person himself who grabbed, if someone owes me money and I grab, that's not called a tevis libal chayiv. It's only over here because the shliach is grabbing on behalf of that person. So our Papa and our Runa Brit of Yeshua taught, told the Shliach, you're not able to take in the half of Yim Bar because this man that died left other people. So what happened? The man dropped the boat and he went home. Tafsua inu Rapapa. So you know what happened? They, Rapapa and our Runa Brit of Yeshua, were as well owed money by that dead man. And they went and they grabbed the boat. Rapapa, Mimlach Maluchi, Ravuna Brit of Yeshua, Mimatach La Ba'ashla. Rapapa, Mimlach Maluchi rode the boat. Ravuna Beitu Yeshua pulled the boat with a rope. So each one of them is trying to make a kinyan on the boat due to the fact that the deceased person owed them money. Rabbah is rowing the boat. Ravuna Beitu Yeshua is pulling the boat with a rope. Mara Amar, Anokinin Allah Lekula. Mara Amar, Anokinin Allah Lekula. And Rabbah and Ravuna Beitu Yeshua now are fighting over this boat. Who owns the boat? Pagabu Rabbimchaz Barami. They bumped into Rabbimchaz Barami. Amr Lahu, Rabu Shmod, Amr Devayavu, Shazbro Menachem, Shazarabim. So Rav Hichaz Barami says, Rav Huna, Rav Papa, I don't know what you guys are fighting about. The only time you could grab a boat is when it's Munach Bershazarabim. And this boat is clearly not in Shazarabim. So Amr Lahu, Rav Papa, Rav Huna, Rav No, we didn't just grab the boat right now. We grabbed it from the quick running current of the river, which does have a dinner versus a rabbin. Of course, this doesn't mean as dinner versus a rabbin, like Ilkha Shabbat, 600,000 Jews. It means as dinner versus a rabbin with regard to Kinyanim. So now, Rapapa and Rundi Rabbi Yeshua are fighting over who has the king on this boat. Rabbi yells at them and says, You white gleese. You rip off the clothing of people. Rav Nachman taught us, you only able to grab a mechayim, and once the person dies, 
you're not able to grab it anymore. And of course, this goes back to yesterday's discussion that this is the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, that we paskin like Rabbi Akiva Mechaverov, that you're not able to grab the boat because only time you can grab of the properties of the deceased is while he's alive. But once he is nifter, you no longer are able to. And if a Rav doubly yelled at that, number one is you got the halacha wrong. And number two is why are you making Yemar Bar Chashu Shliach drop the boat in order just so you can take it for yourself. And the Gemara continues with another story. Today's going to be a lot of stories all dealing with the same detail whether one could indeed grab something of the deceased in order to effect collectment of a collect. Collecting of a collecting of a loan. So we continue. We're ten lines down to pay him and out. The first one line is Shetafsa. Avimi breed Ravavua. This story is with Avimi, the son of Ravavua, Avimaski beZuzi beChazai, who is owed money by a certain person who lived in Chazai. Shadrinu biyad Chama breed the Rabbah Baravua. So what did Avimi do? He went and he sent the money to the creditors. In the hands of Chama Breed Rabbi Ravua. So Chama Breed Ravua is the Shliach with the money. Azul Parinu. So Chana went and he paid them. Amr Lahu. And after Chama paid back the people that they owed money to. So Chama says, Havlu Shara. Okay, I paid you up. Now give me the document that says that Avimi owed you money. Of course, usually you pay and you get the document. Amrulay, they said to him, Sit right in who? No. This payment that you gave us wasn't for that document. It was a different payment that you owed us. But that document, you want to take this document? No. Avimi still owes us that money. So what happens? Come to Ravavu. So they come to Ravavu. And Ravavu says, one second. To have Adim that he actually paid you? I don't have Adim. He paid. I paid him. I didn't have any Adim. If you don't have any Adim, you're up the creek. Since he's able to say, this person can say, pay me? What do you mean? You never paid me. Therefore, you can say it was payment for a different loan. This is a classical migu that since he could have said that you never pay me, we have to believe him to say that the payment was for a different loan and that document he does not have to return. So now the Gemara asked, what should this shaliyah, what should Chama, what should he have done? Does the shliach, does Chama, does he have to pay? Maybe the fact that he gave over the money without first asking for the star makes him liable and he now has to pay. We have to see. If he was told, take the star first and then pay, then you're right. Then Mishalin, then he's actually liable and he has to pay. But if he was told Abzuzi Yishol Shara pay and then take the Shara Loi Mishalin. But the Gemara comments it says it's not true. Bengach or Bengach Mishalin the Shliach is liable in any case. I'm left to Kunushat Ticha. Loi a classical rule in all of Shlichos that the Mishaleach the sender can tell the Shliach. I don't know what you did, but I sent you for my good. I did not send you to mess me up. Therefore, if you're not messing me up, you have to pay me back. Continues the Gemara, we're smacking the Amen at the two dots with another story. There was a woman who had a pouch, a bag full of documents that she was holding on to. And the person, the owner of those documents died. So also Yarshim, the Yarshim came, and they came to her and they said, oh, you're holding all these documents, beautiful. Can we please have them back? They're from our father. Amrulu, she responded, No, 
I grabbed these documents in your father's lifetime. And therefore, why? Because he owed me money. Therefore, I'm not giving you back these documents now. Pay me and then I'll give you them. So Ramnachman said to her, Do you have witnesses that the father asked you back for the Sharais while he was alive? You didn't give it to him? So she said, No, I don't have such witnesses. So Ramnachman Paskind. So if you don't have such witnesses, then it's a kin, it's as if you grabbed it after he died, and therefore it's meaningless, and you have to return the Ashtar Rais. And we continue over here, and the reason here being, the Rashi explains, because since she was given the documents, this bag of documents, as a becoming, therefore, the reason why she's considered to have holding them is for the owner, and now that he died, she has to give them back. Continues the Gemara, he said there was another woman, there was a woman that had a swear in Bezdin, the Rava of Rava, so Rava's wife, who was the daughter of a Chista, came to Bezdin and said to Rava, her husband, I know this woman, she's going to swear falsely. So Rava believed his wife, and Rava the Shvua, and Rava swapped the Shvua and that's a general cloud that any time that one is chayshin the Shvua, any time one is suspected of swearing falsely, what do we say? We say that the opposing party is the one that has to swear. Continues the story. There were times they came in front of Rabba, and Adar Masna brought documents in front of him. Rabbi said, I know that document that Ravada Ramasta is holding. It's a paid document. They asked Rabbi, Rabbi, it's beautiful that you're telling us that. But do you have another aid with you? So he said to the I'm sorry to say, you're a wonderful person, but only one aid, and one aid in his best in is meaningless. So said to Rav, I don't understand. You Rav believed the daughter of Rav Chista. You Rav believed your wife. So Rav Papa is not as great. Such an incredible line. Rav Papa is not as great as the daughter of Rav Chista. Answers the Gemara fundamental tarets. Pas Rav Chista said Rav, the daughter of Rav Chista, my wife. I know her 100%, I know she wouldn't lie. But Mahar, Rapapa, Lokimle, Vigame, as great and as holy as he is, I do not have that same level of credibility that I do about my wife. Amar, Rapapa, Hashadam, Mahar, Kimle, Vigame, says the Gemara, says Rapapa, now that Mahar said that if one says, Kimle, Vigame, Milsa, he, then that is considered a psak Allah if someone knows something with absolute about a person, even if it's only one aid, that is something that holds power in Bezdin. And Milsa, he, Kigoyin Abumar Mari, the Kimle Begave, that I believe him 100%. And Karana Sharap Umei, so much so, I'm gonna rip a Bashtar in his mouth. Karana Salgadetov, says Gmar, really? You're gonna rip a Bashtar based on one aid? Says Gmar, you're right. What does it mean? It means I'll downgrade a document. I won't be, I won't let it be able to be collected 100%. And here we see the incredible rule. Rashi points out, wouldn't actually rip it up. You just wouldn't let the document have the full power to, to collect from. And here we see an incredible world, an incredible 
din that if someone has the ability to believe someone 100%, even an Eid Achad, and Paskin based off of that. Now obviously he's not going to be able to Paskin 100% to collect based off of that, but we see that you could allow it to affect the Din Taira. Continues the Gemara, another story, four lines from the white lines, there was woman that was Chayi Vashvua, Be'idinah Derabibi Barabayo. Amr one of the liturgians said to the judges, Teti Vitishva Bimasa, let her come and swear in our hometown. Maybe she'll be embarrassed when she's in her own uh, her home setting, and she'll admit to that what she did. They said to them, So she said, Write for me a letter of acquittal. Write for me saying that I came over here and I was allowed to be freed if I made a shvuah. So now when I get home, I'll swear and they'll give it to me. In the first white law, write the document for her. What are you doing? Just because you come from Mulai, you say things that are silly. has taught us. Hi, I sharted the Yana de Mechta, Makbid and Chusa Sadi, that this, I sharted the Yana, this, um, certification by judges, the Mechta, Mikamid and Chusa de Achsimus Yidayu, if it's written before the court case was actually finished, Psula is possible. Alma, what's the reason? Because any time judges are going to write something before it didn't die, actually, it's finished. It looks like it's lying. The same thing is over here. It says the Gemara, but there's a fundamental difference. But it's not true. That which is said in the name of Rav Nachman, that if you find the get and you signed it and he gave it to his wife, it's going to be crushed and she'll be divorced. So what do we see? We see that not every document we necessarily have to be chayshid, that it looks keshikra, that it looks like it's false. Don't argue on this din of Rameer with regarding to get. They don't argue fundamentally. They only argue with regard to a get. Because a get has to be written lishma, a special din about a get, not a mishtag. Again, as a special dinner, as we were in Lishma. But all the stars, they admit that if you find it in the trash, you're allowed to use it, and it's not considered possible just because it looks like it's Shekher. And from here we see, time with the that the only reason why you cannot collect with it is because why? Because the Shibud is ready to be Michael. But the fact that it might look like it's appear like it's a falsehood on the top of Eheam and Aleph, Loi Chayshinon, that is not something that we are worried about. That was a Psakalacha, like do not, do not be Madame Milsa Milsa. Don't say just because. By Gat we don't believe it, we don't believe it. By all Sharais, that's not true. By other Sharais, we would yes be able to collect with it. Continues the Gemara, once we learned the tremendous rule on the bottom of Amin Aleph, that once you have a personal knowledge of something, we have a bunch of stories that are related to that. On the top of Be'i, there was a certain man who deposited seven pearls wrapped up in a handkerchief. So Ramiyasha was nifter, and he didn't tell anyone what to do with any of his properties. 
So also like Amid Ravami, they came to Ravami, Amr Lechad, number one, they didn't have Amid Ravami, Amr Ravami, Yeshua Levi, to Lo Yamid. Number one, I happen to know that Mirajmi the Rishub and Levi was not a wealthy person. So these pearls were certainly not his. And furthermore, and furthermore, the person that's coming to claim gave a simon. And now that we know that the pearls are indeed his. So number one, we know that it's not the property of the deceased because he didn't have such cash. And number two is he gave a simon. There were seven pearls and they were wrapped up. Says the Gemara, that's the din type, that's the din. However, eight lines down, that's only if the person I came and gave a simin doesn't hang out in the other person's house. But if he hung out over there, then you have to be worried and say, wait, maybe the only reason why he knows there were seven pearls wrapped up was why he saw someone else give it as a pikadayim. But if he was not generally there, then we indeed believe him. And now we have another story. There was a person who deposited a silver cup with chasa. Chasa was nifter, and he didn't give his family any instructions. Number one, I know he's not wealthy. And explains the Then, if he was normally hung out in that house, and he does not have such name on us. And a third similar story, there was someone who gave a silk garment with Ravdimi, who was a chud, Safra, the brother of Safra. Shach Ravdimi, and he didn't give any instructions to his household. Also, come in to Rav Abba, Armelu Chad, and Abba, and the Adina Beit Ravdimi, to and I know he was not wealthy. Void, and furthermore, Kyavsi Mani gave us him in. Explains the Gemara for the third time, it's only if he doesn't normally hang out over there. So three stories. Proving the same point that the only time we believe the simon in conjunction with the fact that he was not wealthy is only if he does not hang out over there. But if he does, then he would not be believed. And finally, we end off with one more similar story with someone that was nifra that did not give any instructions to his family. Were ten lines on the white lines. The first word line is if There was a person who was nif- there was a person who right before his death he said my properties are given over to Tivai. but he didn't say which Tivai. Shalchav, he was nifter asa tuvai, and tuvai came, Amr Rav Yechanan, Hari ba tuvai, tuvai came, Hari ba tuvai, tuvai come, and therefore he takes it, we have no reason not to give it to him. Amr tuvai, but says the Gemara, but if when the person died, he said it should go to tuvai, va'asa rav tuvai, and then a person by the name of rav tuvai came, he can't take it. Why? The tuvai amar, the rav tuvai, lay amar, we see from here, it's not always good to be called by rav. The guy is paying, but says the Gemara, but if the person was one who was casual with Rav Tuvai, meaning sometimes you hear different Rabbanim, different Gedalim, I refer to someone else by his first name. So if Rav Tuvai was friends with this dead person, is Gizbei. Oh, Gizbei, then we assume that he was referring to him, even though he didn't say Rav Tuvai, we assume he was referring to him, even though he only said Tuvai. Let's say two people came with the same name. One of them is a neighbor, another one is Tamil Chacham. Tamil Chacham Kaidim. Karav Tamil Chacham. Tamil Chacham Kaidim. Ibailo asked the Gemara with this we conclude. Shachin Vekarai Mai. Tashemat. 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 Tashemat
that it's better to have a good shachain than a brother that's distant. Then it goes by whatever the judges determine. The shudah the dayana, they figure out what they believe the deceased person wanted to give it to. And we'll pick it up with similar story in tomorrow's daf.